This is Neon and Beyond. Good morning, everyone. I'm your host, Steph McKenzie. Happy holidays to everyone. I hope you are enjoying this time of the year and getting out and about and giving back. That's what it's all about here on Neon and Beyond. We get you up close and personal with amazing things that continue. If you're looking for assistance, we've got you covered there. If you're looking to volunteer, we've got you covered there. If you're looking for extra tips and how to do things different, we've got you covered there. So thank you so much for coming along with us on this journey. I love your emails as well. So please reach out and say hi. It's Steph, S-T-E-P-H, at point P-O-I-N-T 97.com. Or as we look to 2023, if you have an event coming up and you're a nonprofit, I'd love to feature you here on Neon and Beyond as well. Now, as we come to the end of 2022, as we do each and every year, we are joined by the beautiful Nevada State Police. And I say beautiful because a a big, big person that supports them all the time and great tips along the way throughout the year. But especially this time of year when there's a lot of holiday parties, when there's a lot of celebration going on. And also on the other side of that, depression happens and people turn to things that if that's what you're going to do, okay, but no drinking and driving, no smoking and driving. You know, there's so many ways to get you home safe. So let's dive into that with the beautiful trooper Ashley Wellman from Nevada State Police. Ashley, good morning to you. Good morning. How are you? I am wonderful. And I I feel like we're total besties and we need to hang out outside of radio because we talk (laughs) all the time. I agree. (laughs) I look forward to it. Okay. So the last time we touched base with you guys, um, it was right before Halloween. So it's been a few months a lot of things have happened we've gone through thanksgiving you know we're in the uh christmas kwanzaa um we are in uh, all kinds of seasons here new year's right everything's going on Mm -hmm. and so a lot that you and i need to discuss as we wrap up 2022 right yeah yeah a lot of catch up on um you know, that trunk or treat, that was the first time we ever held one at nevada state police and it was the first time so not only did we host one, but we held it at our station. And, oh, my gosh, Stephanie, we had thousands of really? community members Aww. that showed up. It was record-breaking for us. Um, it was amazing, to say the least. Uh, we were a little underprepared <laughs> just because we didn't anticipate that big of a turnout. But, Wow. And I still have troopers to today talking about it and how we can make it bigger and better next year. And we're for sure doing it next year, right? Like, it just lit them up. They were so happy. You know, we our primary focus is the highways and traffic safety. So sometimes it's really important because, um, you know, unfortunately we see a lot of bad uh, with fatalities and stuff. And so it's really important for us to balance it out with the good. And that trunk or treat did that. It, you know, seeing all the little kids' faces, being able to talk and interact with the community, hear some of their concerns, you know, just them saying thank you for our service. I think it was very refreshing for a lot of the troopers and uh, parole and probation officers that showed up because it just reminded them why they wear that badge and why they serve and protect our communities. And it was for all those people that day and, you know, everyone in our communities. And, oh, my gosh, it was just so magical. I don't even know what else to, like, how to describe it, but it was amazing, and we cannot wait till next year. And, you know, one of the biggest things I took from it with from like talking to parents and just people in attendance was they love coming out to the law enforcement events because they feel it's safe. And that speaks volume because that means we're rebuilding our trust with our community because our badge should never be a symbol of fear. It should always be represented as a symbol of trust. 
And so that was just another step in the direction of us continuing to build this amazing connection with our communities. And so, um, you know, we ended up pushing forward for Christmas, and we actually just hosted a toy drive um, out front of our station. And uh, we want to continue to just keep doing these community events because we saw the impact it had not only on our community but our staff here as well. And it's important to keep morale up. Um, and it's just, just a beautiful thing to be a part of. I love that. I really, really do. I think that's besides everything else we're going to get into in the next few minutes. You know, we have to remember that Nevada State Police, Parole and Probation, Metro, North Las Vegas, Henderson, few and far between and in between and everywhere else, it's for safety and it's for, for protection and not to be feared. And you put it very eloquently. So thank you for that. Yeah, absolutely. And, you know, I had somebody ask me the other day, you know, like, oh, some something about you guys writing tickets and this and that. And I kind of stopped him for a minute and I was just like, you know, we don't like to write citations. I didn't get into this job to cite people and, you know, cause hardships and things like that. What I, why the reason I wear the badge is to protect and serve and to make sure that people get to their destination safely. And so I just wanted to clarify to a couple people that night, like, you know, we only issue a citation or we make that traffic stop because we want to slow you down because of the things we've seen and experienced. We don't want to see anything bad happen to you or you get hurt or hurt anyone else. And ultimately, it's just because we care. And that's why we're out there, you know, slowing drivers down, making these traffic stops. Um, you know, and unfortunately, sometimes we have to issue a citation. But ultimately, it's, it's educating the motoring public on traffic safety. And that is our primary focus. Well, it's, that's very true, and speeding is just the top of the uh, mountain for us of the many things we need to talk about this morning. But real quick, too, what do they say? Because you, you said you don't want to write citations. What, 10, 10 over? You, what, what is that saying that you guys say? Under 10, you fly over 10? What is it? <laughs> I've never heard that one. <laughs> Come on, don't act <laughs> I new. don't know it. <laughs> uh, this morning we were talking with Nevada State Police and Trooper Ashley Wellman with us. And of course, as we wrap up 2022, you know, we got to talk about, like I said, speeding. It seems like every time we turn on the radio, we turn on TV, or we see any of the news, it's just speeding and speeding and speeding, and they just are not resulting in the things that we want to see that end result is awful lately. Yeah, unfo- <clears throat> excuse me. Unfortunately, are stu- are still our two leading top causes for our fatalities in Nevada are speed and impairment. Two things that are completely preventable if people would just slow down and choose not to drive impaired. And those are our two top leading causes. Um, as of today, um, we don't have our numbers, obviously, for December because we're still in December. But as of the end of November, um, our fatality count for the entire state of Nevada is at 348. Now, we are currently Ooh. down 3% from last year, but that doesn't matter because ultimately that's 348 people that aren't going to be spending these holidays with their loved ones, and it's tragic. And that would bring me into some of the things we're we're out there doing right now, Stephanie, is, you know, really just trying to bring awareness. So, for example, yesterday um, in the Valley we had, I'm pretty sure every law enforcement agency, their motor units all came together. There was over 20 of them, and they picked specific locations in the Valley, and one of the officers dressed up in a bright blue 
Santa costume, and he would walk across the crosswalk. And every time someone would not stop or almost unfortunately struck him, luckily he was okay, uh, you know, they, they would stop those vehicles. And through their actions yesterday, they made 133 traffic stops and issued 143 citations. And let's go back to what you said before. You're not out there to do that. You're just out there to be like, hey, slow down. Yeah, what if that's your child crossing that crosswalk? You know, we're in a bright blue suit and people weren't yielding to this, you know, officer. And, and what if that was our children out there? And that's why we have to be out there doing this and make people aware because they need to put down the phone. They need to pay full attention or they need to understand the law and know they need to yield to the crosswalk. Because as of November, 76 pedestrians have lost their lives in, in our state. 76. And so that's why yesterday it was so important for those officers to be out there and in numbers. And, I mean, when you have over 20 officers sitting at a corner, one, you can see them. We want you to see us. We want you to slow down, pay attention. But also the officer crossing the crosswalks in a bright blue Santa suit. So if you can't see that, that's where you really need to... Ask yourself, are you paying full attention to what you're doing? You're behind the wheel of a motor vehicle. And if you don't pay full attention, you know, you could have fatal consequences by hurting somebody. And it's it's just not worth it. So that was one of the things they were out there doing yesterday. And it spoke volume. They made 133 traffic stops and issued 143 citations. That's just amazing to me. And speaking of like speeding and and specifically here in Clark County, it seems like we're seeing more of it in residential areas than we are on the freeways. Is that true or is it pretty even? Um, I don't have those statistics, but I would say from my personal observation, I would say it's pretty even. Um, You know, unfortunately, people like to speed and they like to drive fast. And until it's too late, do they realize the consequences? And it's super unfortunate. And with all of your guys' research, and I know you're on just horrific scenes and you see all this firsthand, it doesn't seem like it's slowed since the pandemic. Remember when when you and I spoke during the pandemic and when it happened, I mean, we were seeing excessive speeds of 110, right? Right. And, and I'm hoping that that's come down a little bit. Obviously, we're seeing fatalities, but it doesn't seem like we're slowing down. No, uh, you know, I, I, I say this to you every time, but I'll just keep saying it because there's no other way to word it. But it comes down to personal responsibility, and people need to slow down. I know everybody's in a hurry. They're trying to get to their destination. It's Christmas. We're trying to shop. We're trying to work, this, that. But you know what? That store is still going to be there tomorrow, but if you don't slow down, you might take the life of somebody, and now they're not going to be here tomorrow. Or you might hurt yourself, and you might not be here tomorrow. And that ripple effect and that impact you're going to have on everyone around you, all your loved ones that care about you, that's the real pain that you're causing. And it's just not worth it. Just leave earlier from your home. I mean, I, I could go on and on, but ultimately, just it's very simple. Just slow down. Um, But, you know, our our motor sergeant just sent me yesterday a bunch of pictures from some of the radars they got, and unfortunately they were all over 100, 110, 107. And so I've been trying to post a lot of those on our social media because sometimes seeing is believing, and it's 
I'm, I feel like I'm posting it so often that it's becoming the norm, and that's not okay because, again, our top contributing factors to our fatalities, which is 348 as of November, is speed and impairment, all things that could be prevented. So let's kind of put that into perspective, too, because you have the numbers from last year, yes, or am I putting you on the spot? Because at 348 at the end of November of 2022, are we up? Are we down? Are we the same? We're down 3%. Okay. I mean, there's that. that's some good news, right? Yes. I mean, that is the, the positive, but, you know, we want to be at zero. Yeah. We, we want to be at zero fatalities, especially when as we're approaching 2023. You know, that's our goal. Zero fatalities. Um, you know, we have, uh, have you ever heard of our DUI Christmas tree we do here at the station? Yes. So we did put our DUI Christmas tree up um, the 1st of December, and what it is is uh, every trooper that, takes an impaired driver off the roadway, um, Get they sign a bulb, and they sign their P number and the date of the impaired driver off the roadway. And our goal is to have no Christmas ornaments on that tree. But unfortunately, just a couple hours into December 1st, we already had three ornaments put on the tree. And it's just continuing to grow. And at the end of December, I'll make sure I update it and uh, give you guys all the numbers of what it was. But, you know... We try to tell our troopers that the actions that they're doing out there really do make a difference, and those ornaments aren't showing, oh, you arrested an impaired driver. What it is is a symbol of a life you saved, whether that be the impaired driver you took off the roadway or the life you saved by preventing them from killing somebody, you know? And and that's why, again, seeing is believing, and we want that tree to be empty, but it's not the reality. And when you guys are on the scene, you know, this is just one of the things I know I keep asking or trying to hit on, but, you know, and obviously you're coming up mostly on impaired drivers, but it's always too late, right? Because it already has happened and something bad. But (laughs) is it mainly because for the most part, the number one reason everyone is in a hurry and or they weren't thinking? I mean, every situation is different, right? Right. I, I mean... Everybody has a different reason why they did what they did. And I'm not saying, like, you know, we're not all human and everybody speeds every once in a while. I mean, I'm guilty of that, too. Myself, too. Yeah. And sometimes I'll look down at my, you know, my speedometer and I'm like, oh, my goodness, like, let me slow down. Like, sometimes you're just not paying attention. Like, your mind somewhere else. You could be listening to the, the radio. Um, you know, you could just be thinking about what you got to do or, uh, you know, you're headed to a meeting or something, something, something. But it's up to us to all just take a second to be accountable for ourselves and pay full attention at all times. Absolutely. This morning we are talking with Nevada State Police Trooper Ashley Wellman, and she is just coming in as our end-of-year recap and things that we can do. And just friendly reminders, the biggest one, everybody needs to pay attention and slow down. And I know we talk about this all the time, but there should be some, when you get into your car, things you do before you even leave your driveway, leave work, wherever it is. Um, So can you go over some of those checkpoints with us? Yeah, absolutely. Um, You know, first First and foremost, as soon as you get in your vehicle, put your seatbelt on. You know, I, I think I joked with you last time about that annoying little bing, bing, yes. bing, you know, the alarm that goes that off in your annoying. car. That is annoying. How do you not put your seatbelt on? There'll be people that have called on the, you know, the Bluetooth or the wireless, and I'm like, stop, put your blue your seatbelt on. <laughs> your seatbelt on. Yeah, you know, they put that there because it really does save lives. And I can't tell you how many crash scenes I've been on where 
maybe the individual wouldn't have been injured as much or they would still be here today if they just would have put their seatbelt on. So first and foremost, always just make it a habit. Muscle memory, click, click, takes, what, two seconds to put your seatbelt on? Put your seatbelt on. Um, Then make sure that your phone is not in your hand and you put it down. And if you need to, make sure your Bluetooth connected so you're not even tempted to look at it. And And that's a $250 ticket right off the bat, right? Um, you know, those fines are always changing as oh, well okay. as uh, each court has its own fine. But I will tell you this. If you get a citation three times, so three different times for having your cell phone, either not paying full attention like in your hand or being on your cell phone, um, you will actually lose your license for up to six months. That's how wow. serious it is. Yes. And what about when you look at your watch? Is that still a violation? You know, it's it just depends. So the way the statute reads is any electronic device, you have to be hands-free. So that could be your GPS, that could be your cell phone, that could be, I mean, back in the day we used to talk about iPods and things like that. But ultimately, you need to be able to be paying full attention to the roadway. So if you're failing to maintain, if you're not, um, you're impeding traffic or you're drifting. and cause, So if you're looking down at your watch and you're not looking at the roadway and it's causing you to drift and things like that, that would be up to the officer to articulate why you're not paying full attention to the road. Okay. So it just depends. All right. So seatbelt, electronics away. Yes. And then just like, you know, just take a second and really think, okay, where am I going to? What route am I taking? Let me take a breath. (laughs) Don't speed. You know, make sure you have everything so you're not rushing. And, um, you know, I didn't even think about this, but if you're putting children in the cars, Please, please, please make sure they're buckled in correctly. Make sure they're, they're, um, you have them in the correct child-restrained um, car seat because we've been seeing some of these kids, they've been getting injured because they're not in the right, like, booster seat or they're not in the right car seat size. Um, you know, the fire stations, the hospitals, um, even our station you can come down to on Decatur and Sunset. Uh, please, I would say call ahead, though, but we have specialists that – um, work in like they're a subject matter expert with car seat safety and they're more than happy to help you install your car seat make sure your child's in there correctly like just come on down it's very simple just it's always better to be safe than sorry and when it comes to kids and the rules of that is there an age limit or a weight limit um so now it's both um, okay or it used to be six years old and 60 pounds and they just changed it to uh six years old and height so um, I don't have that exact number on me okay. at the moment, but it did change to height this year. So they have updated it just because of the increases they've seen with kids getting injured. Yeah, and, and of course you can follow you guys on social media for updates. You guys are so active all the time. Yeah, we're always trying to update and post things, you know, as the laws are changing um, and keep people updated. Um, I don't know if you saw, and, and I, I can't speak too much about it because it's not our case, but did you see North Las Vegas just had a really bad crash yeah, the other day with yes, the two juveniles? Yes. You know, one of the little, the two-year-old little girl, she wasn't even in a car seat. She was just in a seatbelt. And, I mean, horrific scene. Like, I've been talking to officers that were on that scene, and they are just devastated by it. Um, it's just it's heart-wrenching all because these children aren't in their car seats. And, of course, you know, they suspect impairment, but uh, two seconds, right? Make sure your children are strapped in correctly. It could could mean everything. Absolutely. And then when it comes to holiday festivities, I know that you guys always do really cool stuff and help people to encourage because there really isn't an excuse with Lyft and Uber, friends, whatever it is, you can get home safely. And that... Let's just throw out a number, $100 to get home is way better 
than jail time, lawyer fees, and bond. Absolutely. The average uh, DUI arrest between your, you know, like you just said, your lawyer fees, court fees, everything, your average fee is about $10,000. And that's for a first time. And it just goes up from there. And, you know, when you could have just, like you said, spent twenty, fifty dollars on your Lyft or Uber or a taxi or call a friend, just ultimately just plan ahead if you're gonna get impaired and then you could prevent all of that from happening. Absolutely. And you guys do a really cool thing then you can find all that in the social media, but you guys team up, right? Yes, we team up with Lyft, uh, Zero Fatalities, um, our Office of Traffic Safety, I should say. Um, they're part of our Department of Public Safety. They're under our umbrella. And they team up with Lyft, and they offer discount codes between 5 to $10 off a ride from Christmas. They did Thanksgiving. They'll be doing New Year's. Um, and we will be posting those all on our social media as we get them, as well as Office of Traffic Safety will be posting them as well. Okay, and when you say social media, are we talking Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, only Twitter? Where are we going to find majority of what you do? All three. So all three. So, like, our Instagram handle is going to be Envy State Police Highway Patrol. Our Facebook is going to be Nevada State Police Highway Patrol. And then our Twitter account is going to be, because um, we just updated it. One second, because we changed our name. Our Twitter is going to be Nevada State Police Highway Patrol Southern Com. But... I will make sure I blast it everywhere so that everybody has an opportunity to use those codes because we're not the only ones that are teaming up. Majority of people in the Valley, the casinos, uh, you know, the bus systems, they even, yeah, RTC, they're offering free transportation on New Year's Eve and stuff because everybody's goal that night, we want the tourists to come to our city and have a good time because that's how we, we function here. But we need everybody to do it safely, and we want everyone to get home safe. Absolutely. And before we go, let's end on a really good note besides reminding everyone that we want you home safely. We want everyone back here in 2023 and great holiday season. But if you're looking for a new career or advancing or doing something, you can always join Nevada State Police. Yes. You know, um, we were talking and one of the biggest ways to slow people down or just to really build that community uh, rapport together and, and, and rebuild um, our connection with the community is to be out there and be out in numbers. And that means we need people that have that passion, that want to serve and protect our community or help others. We want them to come, you know, work for us. And we offer a take-home car. We offer benefits, retirement. I mean, it's an amazing career to have. I highly encourage anyone that is considering a career in law enforcement to come do a ride-along with us and see really what it's about and walk in our shoes. Um, and if you have any questions, you can go to NevadaStatePolice.com, and we have a live recruiter that you can answer any of your questions at all times. I love this. So a lot of things, a lot of great information, and above all, Trooper Ashley Wellman from Nevada State Police. I hope nothing but great wishes for you. Happy holidays, and I always appreciate you and your entire team, and thank you for taking the time this morning with all of us on Neon and Beyond. Yeah, thank you so much for having me, Steph. It's always a pleasure.